So hi, everybody. This is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and it's another podcast, and I have two special guests who are going to introduce themselves, so you go first. Okay. <laughs> My name is Deirdre Brenner. Welcome, and... I'm Shanda Vanderhart. And you welcome. You can call me Shanda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're drinking wine. Um, so, <laughs> said, obviously. obviously, that's the only way to do this. Uh, I'm going to have them introduce themselves, but I'm going to ask some questions just so everybody understands what we're talking about today. <laughs> um, our big theme is music because Shanda and Deirdre have a, um, a, sh- a show called Mosaic that I've been to and sometimes it goes over my head because I like Taylor Swift, uh, <laughs> but they do amazing stuff. So I'm going to start with you, Deirdre. You are a musician. You live in Vienna. What brought you here and what kind of musician are you? Okay. <laughs> well, that's a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> You are <laughs> one of the kinds you in are Vienna. A top musician. <laughs> so I'm a pianist, mm-hmm. um, and I came to Vienna via London, actually for studies, like most of us did. Um, Not me. <laughs> most of us <laughs> musicians in Vienna. Um, yeah, I've been here for about 11 years, and I spent a couple years studying at the conservatory. I did a master's there, and then work just started happening, and I started teaching, and I started playing concerts. And I realized that Vienna is an awesome place to be, to do all that stuff. So I stayed. And what is your instrument of choice? Well, uh, the piano. Mm -hmm. Hence the pianist part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just clarifying for the the people who don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah. It means you play the piano. Oh, good. Okay. Good. (laughs) But I I specialize as the Shanna in working with singers. So we work a lot with opera singers who want to also do concert work. Wow. Um, And so... The form of music we play a lot is um, German Lieder or other kinds of songs in mm-hmm. other languages. And usually the platform is um, one singer, one pianist on the stage doing a recital. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of focus of both of our uh, concert work. Okay. Which and I- basically means we have a like a an education in psychotherapy as well. Also, oh, yeah. nice. Wow. So yeah. double that up. Singers. Yeah. yeah, I heard they're not complicated. Never. Just like actors. Comedians. Very down to earth. I yeah. laugh because I don't cry. No, yeah. no, no <laughs> issues at all. <laughs> yeah, fun. And it must yeah. be really hard to find musicians in the city. Um, Can't swing a dead cat without hitting at least five. <laughs> and now yeah. we're going to have PETA calling about the dead cat comment. <laughs> not, not our fault. <laughs> I blame myself. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was not Tova saying that. So we're going to move on to Shandra uh, uh, and let, tell us about your uh, your My background. My journey. Your journey um, to Vienna. I was born in this. No. I am uh, <laughs> also a pianist, which means I also play the piano. Um, I... Uh, I'm from Michigan originally. I studied the Eastman School of Music and did solo piano. And uh, around the second year in, realized that I was going to have a complete existential crisis if I spent eight hours a day playing by myself. Um, I did say play by myself, not with myself. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the next one. Yeah, that's, that's, that will be our after hour late night late with night. the three of us talking about touching yeah, ourselves. <laughs> So anyhow, I am... Um, Hi, Mom I, and Dad. <laughs> Hi, Tova's Mom. Uh, so I fortunately did meet somebody who sent me in the direction, um, like Deirdre mentioned, of collaborative piano, which means we play with other people, um, <laughs> and uh, went to Italy and did a year uh, working and studying with, uh, with, the, with opera coaches there. 
and then came to Vienna, and my plan was to be two years in Vienna, and uh-huh. go to two years of study in Paris afterwards, get all my languages together, and go back to New York and become a bitchin' vocal coach, and I just, I stayed in Vienna. I've been here 17 years, because there's so much going on here. Yeah, and how long have you been here? I've been here 11, oh, and before that, I was also five years in London, so, okay. know, we are we're all kind of, of lifers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are very, let's drink some more wine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> During the day. During the day. It's still light out. Um, we have healthcare. <laughs> so we can deal with our cirrhosis issues later on. Um, so you guys are both American and, um, what do you find, like what sucked you into staying in Vienna? I mean, I know why I'm here. Um, part of it's marriage. The other part is it's a beautiful city. What is it that draws you to Vienna? Like what makes you stay besides the free healthcare? Yeah. The free, the, the free healthcare, almost free healthcare is kind of amazing, but it's, um, the pace for me is just right. You know, I fought in London for so many years to, mm-hmm. to, to find my way and it was just too much. And this is like a really quiet pace where actually, I notice in myself and my friends and colleagues that we can live as artists here. Mm-hmm. Like we learn, we earn all of our income from being artists. And we, you know, there are so many cities where you have to fight to do that. Yeah. And it's just affordable. Yeah. So it's possible to be creative and it's possible to also pay your bills. Yeah. And that's and there's, magical. It's, mm-hmm. it's also just such a hub. There's just so many people coming through all the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're clearly not the only pianists in Vienna, but um, I mean, there's tons and tons of musicians here, but people are able to find work and make a living and, and scrape by and and, uh, and drink a lot of wine doing so. That's yeah. amazing. And to enjoy it. You know, yeah. you feel, I feel like when I look at musicians I know, or pianists I know that are in a similar field in New York, they're doing a lot of work that maybe they don't want to do. Yeah, so they're, at, they're working at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. go, yeah. No, exactly. But, I mean, the singers we meet, I meet amazing singers that come in here to do auditions, and they're working as personal assistants in New York. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Oh, oh God. Or coaches. Or mm-hmm. real estate or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's like a double life. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I'm not a musician, obviously. Um, really, right? It's really weird. You're a musician. Yeah. 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 yeah, no. Um, no, I think, do you think that the Viennese, um, are so appreciative of music and that's why artists are able to survive better or do you think it's, no, (laughs) no, no, Viennese hate music. No, I think the Viennese hate hate noise. The Viennese have, for the city of music have this really interesting, um, relationship with noise, which makes uh, life very interesting for people trying to practice music. That's true. So there's I've heard like, that before. There's absolutely this Viennese staunch tradition and loyalty to uh, the culture, and and what they see is this like Germanic culture. So of course it has to be upheld, and all these institutions are well funded, and people go to the opera, and people talk about um, art song, and talk about chamber music, and talk about who's the next director of the Staatsoper. <laughs> but they actually don't want to hear you practice any other time. Yeah. Sure, yeah, but I think also that, because Shanna's referring to the sound laws, like, so yes. you're, yeah. you have to, there's this bizarre law in Vienna that if you're practicing an instrument, even if you play it beautifully or sing beautifully, you have to keep your window shut. Always, oh, always. Even I if it's like that. 35 degrees in the summer mm-hmm. and you have to remember, like, you are not allowed passing to your out. Yeah. Otherwise, your neighbors have the right to call the police on you. Or if you're doing anything <laughs> after 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. Um, I mean, your neighbors can Are we well. doing stuff after 10 p.m.? We're, we're getting old. Like, uh, well, <laughs> I'm not anymore. I've got a child. But, yeah. um, but a lot of things happen in the musical realm That's after true. 10 p.m. at night. And if you are practicing, depending on how nice your neighbors are, 
But um, there are tons of stories that I've heard of people having the police called on them. And the police are very nice, to their credit. They come yeah. in twos. You will get fined. <laughs> yeah. But the counter side to that is that even though you can play outside of these certain hours... And you can't play with your windows open, which is obviously unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Lots of <laughs> I have visions of people passing out. Yeah, it's I mean, like it's really horror. terrible at the university sometimes when yeah. your teachers can't open the windows. Wait, they can't open it at the they university? Can't. No. I mean, like, Absolutely nowhere not. in the city can you open the windows during these hours of the day. However, this does permit you, as an individual renting an apartment, to practice during these daytime hours. Yeah. So your neighbors cannot complain okay. if you're playing at 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 o'clock, even though they might like you to stop. Yeah. Okay. The police are not going to come with you. So okay. it kind of, there it, there is another side to it too. Absolutely. I just absolutely. I, no, I have I have a couple of musician friends who had moved from New York and like luckily the neighbors were really excited that they were opera singers. But otherwise it was like I have to be careful. Place. Yeah. You just have to be careful. You yeah. just can't live anywhere. You know, you can't just say, "Oh, I love that apartment," because if your neighbors don't love you, oh yeah, yeah. they can make your life Hell. miserable even if they don't get you into legal trouble. But I have to say, I've lived in I think six different buildings in Vienna, and I've rarely had real trouble. Yeah, yeah. Most times, people have been very, very, um, you know, accommodating. I we even had it that uh, I was practicing. That was so funny. that was hilarious. A couple of years ago, I was practicing a lot in the summer for some concerts, and. Uh, the people in the building across hung out this sign that said, um, whoever plays piano across from us all the time, we love you. Oh. <laughs> in German, but oh. I was, this is the nicest thing. I, I cried. I, I would have like, cried, too. I made a, a poster saying, I love you, too. And, I <laughs> and you're like, you can follow me on Instagram. Spread <laughs> the word. It was, uh, it was very oh, sweet. Lovely. So that exists. Oh, that's real. Okay, that's yeah, a great a story. story. Oh, good. That was like we were like this eh, stupid city, and then we. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what, no, that's how Vienna gets you. Yeah. Though, you know. Yeah. No, there are moments where you're like, I will never leave this city. It's, it's amazing. That it's is amazing. But and so I think you can probably relate. But as soon as you have a child, like, <laughs> I'm never leaving this city. No, <laughs> they no. pay you to, to breed. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, schools are free. Yeah, they might judge you. But, oh, uh, for <laughs> sure. Lots of judge, but that's. That's all part. That's of it. all part of it. I mean, they, you know, in North America, they judge you too, that's but not openly. Woman, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. So funny. Yeah. No, I do. I, I think there's a lot of positive things, and I do like that I can walk down the street and you can actually hear somebody singing opera with their apparently yeah. windows closed. But or why, riding a bike with a cello on their back. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> a lot of cellos. Yeah. I don't know who's insuring them, but yeah. Well, it's funny because I do roll my eyes when, like, a musician gets onto the U-Bahn with their bass, and I'm like, oh, God damn it, I gotta move out of the way. Like, it's huge. That's amazing. Okay, so that was a good introduction. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did want to talk to you guys about Mosaic, so maybe you guys could tell me about it for our listeners at home. Sure. Um, What is Mosaic? So Mosaic is a concert series that we started together. Um, four years ago, we're about to launch our fifth season. High five. It's all about the five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's, it's in the 15th on Fimp House Castle. On Fimp House the number five. Brick five. Perfect. Stay alive. That's got to be your logo for like. And that's the motto of this year. Just stay alive. Actually, actually, that's kind of the subtext of what's going on. Yeah, so Mosaic is an, a fantastic project that we're super proud of. Mm-hmm. We put on one concert a month, and the idea is to mix this art form that we're both so heavily involved in, which is art song, you know, which is this collaboration we were talking about before with one singer, one pianist, mm-hmm. and mix it with other art forms. Yeah. So 
we take a different theme for each concert. We've had circus themes. We've had South American themes. We've had nature themes. We've had lots of different ideas. Mm -hmm. And then we combine things. So we'll bring in dancers or actors or acrobats or an exhibit of some sort. Mm -hmm. Or one time we had a perfume factory come in and we have food. And we sort of mix up a lot of things together under one theme and exploring, um, you know, the beauty of song. Mm -hmm. So it's been really exciting. The venue is super cool. I love it's a the very non-Viennese space. Yeah. It's very New York to it you. It's very New York to you. I, lo you I love it because I'm always like, if this was my house, <laughs> I'm like measuring. I'm like, this would be my bedroom. No, it's I love the space. Oh, yeah, totally. Great and for it, parties. And it makes people feel comfortable because yeah. they can, there's a bar on one level. There's a concert space on the other level. It's it has a formal enough feeling because that it feels like a concert, but people can bring drinks into the space. They can socialize with friends before, in the middle, or after. Mm -hmm. And it makes like our sort of very high art form what I find to be much more accessible. It is accessible, mm -hmm. and you. I also like the fact that you don't really have a stage. Like you're not. <laughs> we can yeah. rush yeah, it if we, we don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We can touch you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very comfortable feeling. And so when I was joking, like how it is very highbrow, because there was. I saw one show where the guy had. He was a what was a composer, and then he asked the audience to like choose numbers. And oh, he, right. You read that and, program. Yeah. And then he wanted to play it back in a different way. I think it was the flute or something. I don't yeah. This was it. This was at the, um, Kensuda Summer. We yeah. did a concert with Syrian, a couple of Syrian artists. Yeah. But yeah. So there was Syrian music and there was an exhibition by a Syrian artist. And then there was an interesting composition that was based on texts of Hafiz. Right. So okay. Persian poet. Yeah. And he had like little bits of music that you could play in different orders. Yeah. It was like the kind of, and so they asked people in the yeah. audience to choose the order of yeah. this piece. And I was like, I imagine it being confusing. It was a little, it was a little hard for <laughs> okay. me. I was like, I don't, okay. No, there's no shake it off. And on top, no... yeah, on top of that, Not folks, Not it yet. was scored for flute and soprano. <sighs> That's a challenge. I, that I is believe a challenge. it. <laughs> I do have to admit that I hate the flute. Okay. So okay. maybe I was biased. I, I played the flute very for eight years, so, so I, I just I, destroyed your life for no, it. No, I, like, I, I also. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, I think I looked at the flute and went, "This is a stupid." <laughs> no, it's just that. No, I have to say, I got. I hope my godmother is not listening to this. She, um, at I think sixty, decided to learn how to play the flute. Oh. And, <laughs> We'd no go to learn to play anything. Well, that's not true. Everyone should learn to play an instrument. I love that they're like, you, you're, you're over yeah. 40. Yeah. But you're you got the flute or the clarinet or the no, violin. No, or, no. Learn to play, play a record. record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learn no, it's, to go to concerts. I like how you're like, when you're 60, just die. <laughs> like, just like, don't learn anything. Yeah, like, just be crazy and yeah. don't do something that hard. Yeah, no, just... she would practice for hours at oh her cottage. Oh, and sorry. I think that, yeah, right, it's, it's traumatic. I feel like that was really tough. Uh, so back to Mosaic. So you're <laughs> about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else can we say about Mosaic? We love the, the space as well because they've let us do pretty much anything we want to do there. It's a very flexible space, um, and that's kind of why we stayed there. Uh, for for over four years now, mm -hmm. but when we said, "Oh, can someone can a violinist also spit fire? Is that cool?" They were like, <laughs> "Is she insured?" And we were like, "We 
Probably. And yeah. then it, it worked out for, <laughs> you know. She's got burn marks all over her face. She's got a fire security. She is insured. We, we're, we both functioned at various times as being her, like, fire, fire person. person yeah. with a bucket of water. Like, How are you a violinist and a fire? Well, she lives next door. You should do a podcast with her next time. Yeah, I'm amazing. Yeah, I wear a lot of hairspray. Like, I'm, like, going to run it. She actually has to put, I think, lube in her hair so that when she spits fire, there's no way anything can catch. I mean, I she like, does put her violin down. Oh yeah, yeah. She does She play the vi- plays yeah. the violin and then she puts it down and then she does. The and then she does her whole fire. That's amazing. That's yeah. like completely like. Yeah, she's she's yeah. amazing. Wow. But, and she's coming back in the February um, concert. She's got this uh, orchestra called the Freestyle Orchestra, where mm-hmm. actually everybody in the orchestra plays a string instrument and Ooh. everybody does circus tricks. So there's a, like a break dance. I'm so gonna come for and that. Aerial silk stuff. And whatever. So that's, um, we'll be back doing something kind of big that in, in, in February, the second week of February. That's neat. I mean, the thing that I do like that you guys have themes, I like that it's super affordable. There have been just some top acts that you've had and incredible artists. Like, I've never walked away thinking, that, doesn't, that person doesn't know what he's doing. Like, they all, like, they, they all, like, you're all like, I don't really play the piano. Just slapping. He just hired, like, a homeless person to, like, play the violin on it. And we're like, that's just so highbrow. Yeah, we just called Tovis, like, what was it, your grandmother? Godmother. Can you come play the flute? Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, play some Ravel. I'm on it. So I have some ideas for themes. Oh, Ooh, do hit yeah. Let's hear it. A tribute to Nickelback. Wow, that's never going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Like, no. But we um, could do a, a tribute to Justin Trudeau and like do a whole like. You could do Canadian theme. Like, maple. You could do like Joni Mitchell you could do and maple, Diana Krall. And the maple leaf rag and have oh, maple syrup yeah. on everything. I'll make pancakes. Oh, I buy it. And when is the Canadian Thanksgiving is October. It's October. So if we're still around next year. There we go. Um, You're going to be around yeah. next year. I mean, this we're podcast gonna is going to go viral and people are going to be like. Viral. And sponsors <laughs> are going to step up. What kind of sponsors are you looking for? Any sponsors. <laughs> sponsors preferably with money that they'd like to give to us. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been trying with my autism center. It's going swimmingly. I bet. Yeah, I people like to really give money. Easy. People yeah, really like to give money. Right, especially in Vienna, music. where there's tons of music, and people go, uh, "Why do you need, <laughs> yeah. need money? Everyone else has money." Uh, you're like, uh-huh. you're like, shut it. We're foreigners here, and we need more money. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not more. We just need money. We just need any money. Because money. Maybe, no maybe money. this is a big point about music. Like, it's been a very successful. We sell a lot of tickets. People yeah. come to all of our concerts, mm-hmm. but the only income we have right now is from ticket sales. And our tickets are cheap on purpose, and so it, that's a bad business. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we're going to lower the price yeah. and then close. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, we want people to come, and we have this cool young audience, and people yeah. can come, and they can afford it. The ticket price is right. The ticket it's price is right. It's comfortable for Vienna. It's comfortable for Especially for students come. and people yeah. who don't normally go to, to concerts and who probably would feel comfortable paying the same prices. Yeah. as people with, you know, jobs and stuff would. So we really want to, to speak to that audience. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm i always trying to push it whenever I see you guys are doing a show. I can't always make it. But you know who we should do a shout-out to? Let's shout-out. It's not Nickelback, yeah. is it? No, I was totally being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm like – and then I have a funny story about Nickelback when we go offline. Um, <laughs> you know who we should uh, shout-out to? Chelsea and Cyril. Yeah, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea and Cyril. They were – 
you. We miss oh. you. And they yeah. were big supporters of Mosaic. Not Huge. only did they come yeah. to concerts all the time, but they were some of our they were first season sexy pass sapphire season pass holders. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever see their sexy sapphire yes. season passes? <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was a guest once because Sarah couldn't make, couldn't make it, and ah. I was like, yeah. So they each had um, these season passes. We have two kinds of season passes. One is the silky standard season pass, <laughs> and the other is the sexy sapphire season pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the sexy sapphire season pass, you just get to spend a little bit money, more money, and um, get a little more bright uh, entry card. But you also get um, some booze for free. So that's, that's I that's think that's a deal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And um, they're all made by my toddler. So uh, <laughs> they're like full of glitter and stickers. It's and amazing. they would definitely be the brightest thing in anyone's wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Glitter everywhere. Glitter everywhere. <laughs> so much turquoise glitter. And it's all in my shoes after we, we made them the first time around. Yeah. You can need a laminator. We have a laminator. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They're laminated afterwards. Okay. No one else experiences all the sparkles. <laughs> I just see, like, so a big thing of glitter. Literally, <laughs> I think we spilled yeah. some of the turquoise glitter the first year, and it took, I think, six months later, I was still finding the oh, yeah. tiles in the kitchen oh, yeah. and in my palms. It was, yeah. it was great. Did you hear that there's a company that you can actually, like, if you hate someone... You send that person's address to the company. Oh, the glitter bomb. The glitter bomb. This is awesome. See, I would love it. I'd be like, yay. Yay. <laughs> but then it's stuck everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Like worse than sand from the beach. Mm-hmm. You just find it in your navel. Well, because at least later. you were on a beach. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's, I, that's what I kind of. You're not dating a stripper? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Um... I actually have parents. Yeah. Oh, they. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> My grandfather used to say, rest his soul, um, that if if you ever have financial issues or there's like a really bad time, like economic crisis, Data op- stripper? open a brothel. Oh, He's oh, like, nice. they'll always make money. And I was like, thanks grandpa. Uh, I'm like data stripper. He's like, no, make a business. <laughs> He's like, rent the stripper out. And <laughs> you should do a strip. Anyway, bigger. Yeah. yeah. I think bigger. Um, here are some, this is not really to do with mosaic, but maybe because you guys are musicians pianists that play the piano. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the piano. The pi- your piano. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys need an organ, though. That would be amazing. <laughs> Sorry, still getting over the bronchitis. That's going to be fun to edit out. Uh, there's no editing on this. <laughs> but we can pretend. Um, Let's pretend. What is the worst thing an audience member can do when you're performing? Take flash photography. Oh, oh yeah. That's annoying. That's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> people like go up and they're yeah, like. Yeah, sometimes people just sometimes. don't realize. Yeah. And you're like, especially in quiet moments and you're somewhere beautiful and then all of a sudden there's this. We should invest in soundless cameras. You're absolutely right. You know, that's annoying. Or one time I played a concert in a big hall and there was like this little girl. In the very front row, and I mean, God bless her and her parents for taking her there, but she must have been like seven, and she's sitting in the front row, and her legs the whole time were like, swinging, 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 and the middle, the singer I was playing with was very sensitive, and in the middle of this huge program, stopped and was like, stop it! <gasps> and it was really awkward, and it was like, oh my you know, God. because it was really awkward that she was doing that, but it was more awkward that he like had a fit about it, and no, I don't know what which was worse. Yeah, I saw Thomas Krostoff do that yes, in the music. It. <laughs> no, but he said, no. "Oh, yeah," and he, oh. I mean, he scorned people. He did for talking. I mean, yeah. <sighs> See, I don't know. I'm not a performer, and um, I can't imagine people talking during 
a set in oh, terms of like, happens. but like how yeah. that affects you. Like, what is the right way to deal with it? Because I know that when Kevin Spacey was here once, yeah. oh um, yeah, I heard about that. He like freaked out at the audience, and um, I'm not going to generalize, but Austrians generally they they see different rules sometimes. So sure. when someone's like giving a speech, they're talking, they're listening, but they're doing they're their own thing. Especially if it's not in their language. Yeah, they're like, whatever. I mean, um, there are times in a concert where it's okay to whisper to your person because nobody on the stage is going to notice. But yeah, one yeah. needs to be sensitive also where you're sitting in the room. Yeah. Like if somebody's sitting in the back of a space, whether yeah. it be a small space or a large space, we as performers are rarely going to notice it. Mm, yeah. only if, you're, if you're in the first few rows, you have to be careful all the time because you can your actions can be distracting. Yeah. I think the other thing that pisses me off a lot of times... <laughs> now she's opening. Actually, like the I'm box is open. Million, <laughs> no, because I had a concert this week, last weekend, and there was a woman the whole time on her phone. Yeah, that's And tough. I don't know what she was doing on her phone. And it was actually like I was sharing the concert with another pianist friend. And at some point I needed to turn pages for him. So I'm not sure if he noticed. But the whole time I'm watching this woman who's staring at a phone. And I'm I'm thinking like she looked really intense. I thought, well, it's possible she's looking at the lyrics. Oh, that's you know, very nice person. It's possible that she was using her phone. Yeah. To, you know, follow the text. Yeah. But it's also possible she was just writing emails. But then on top of that, she was talking to her friend next to her and back and forth and looking at the phone. And it was making me stressed yeah. out. And I could tell the performers were probably just, I'm like trying to give her the death stare. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to say like, this is not appropriate. And she's just not looking up because yeah. she's looking at the phone. I don't even like, I don't oh even care God. if she'd be looking at lyrics. Like, it's just so inappropriate. Yeah. Like, it's, so inappropriate. I, it's just not. It's hard. And I'm addicted to my phone. But when I'm in a concert, that phone yeah, is like... Yeah, we just need to learn to... And it's like people recording I concerts. was just going to say, that's what I think is the height of rudeness. Maybe in that's it. live recording and, and concerts. And you're like... You feel like you, yeah, this happens all the time. All the time. And people will just be sitting there like blatantly taking, you know, a, a bootleg of your, your, your set. And it's, it's really disrespectful and it's really distracting. Yeah. So that's really hard... Old people unwrapping candies slowly. <laughs> I've seen this and I don't know why it's an old people thing. I like, don't know. what is it? Maybe it's young people. I just assume that no, it's like, like 85. And where plus. is the soundless wrapping paper? Yeah, I don't know. Why are they all <laughs> like, like, Why is it not? It's like, it's wrappers are original. I swear yeah. to God, these wrappers are made to make the most sound. <laughs> yeah. Possible. They're like, oh, these are my concert candies. And I love how they think, yeah, exactly. I have five. They think it's better than every 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. But they also, it's instead of just like you know ripping the bandaid off and yeah. just going for it and, and making like, it a, a brief thing, it just you keeps know, going on. Keeps going. It's very uncomfortable. And to hook into what you were saying before, I I totally shut. I thought I was beyond it. I thought I was completely zen. And uh, at a Hotbox Girls show, I hushed a oh, couple you did? to to because they were talking because like, they were talking so loudly and so consistently. It was just a guy talking, I think, to his mistress, but. Um, it was a, it was a burlesque show. It, so. I know, and, and this is why I was like, "Don't be a dick." But on the other hand, I'm the musical director, and I'm leading an ensemble, and and the, sometimes the singers are on the other side of the stage, and yeah. we're doing all of this live, so and I literally yeah. could not hear what they were doing to accompany and and correct. Yeah. And, and 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 finally, I had no other choice, and then I felt like a, a complete douchebag about it, but. I literally couldn't do what I was supposed to. So if you want to talk through a burlesque show, please do, but please sit in the back. Yeah. But the thing is like, it's a show. You should be quiet. You should be watching. <laughs> and the thing with a burlesque Why show, ish. you could probably get away with being like, shut your trap because you're sassy, you know? <sighs> right. Maybe. Well, I don't, I don't it's know. It's never fun. No, no you always feel like, you know, dad. You're like, you're going to pipe down over yeah, there. You know what's good for you. I'm going to turn this car around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. 
That's yeah. I mean, you're saying things that I would have assumed is obvious for most people, but I guess it is kind of common courtesy shit, but it still bears bears saying. But I think the cell phone thing is the most current, like new problem. Yeah, because we don't have a culture about it yet. But this this thing about like you know recording a concert rather than experiencing it in the moment. Yeah, I think this is the major problem. Yeah, is like people want to have it for later, and they're sort of displacing the beauty and having it right, you know. And it's been talked about a lot yeah. in, like, in terms of art installations and, and visual art, you know, about seeing things through the screen. And yeah. this is, I think there's even an entire school of, of philosophy about this yeah. phenomena. But I don't think people talk about it enough in, in kind of live performance settings. And it's definitely yeah. an issue. Yeah, I, it, it's funny because you see, like, concerts and everybody's got their phones up. Like, I'm talking about rock concerts. Yeah, and rock concerts. Yeah. But you're, you're but missing the moment. Yeah. You're, not, the you're moment. not able you're to. And, and someone is filming that whatever it is, that Muse concert. You know, and yeah. they have a much better That camera. video was never. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I had this person come up to me and they're like, I just went to a concert. Want to see the video? I'm like, I don't want to see no, the video I from your crappy phone. Because, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, I see heads and I see lasers. Yeah. I'm not interested. I think about this all the time, though, when I go and see, you know, something amazing and take a picture. Picture of it, then like there are a million postcards. Everyone has already photographed the Taj Mahal. But you never know with the right filter. filter. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's something human about wanting to recapture your experience. When was the last time you printed out a photo? Oh, I did a couple days ago. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's different. I'm talking about like a like a I uh printed out one for for Zoe. We had um she made like a salt clay mm. thing. I wish I was a better mom and knew what these were actually called, but she made like uh, a, a frame out of, thank you, that's the word. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't no, mean you're a mom or not. Like, that's not, like, that's a word that, um... <laughs> she, she, like, sculpted something, a, a frame, and so we had a picture to put into it, so that oh. we wouldn't got a picture of us developed. Okay. And my husband's really good about that. He makes it for the grandparents. Like, he makes picture books of oh, our trips good. to the grandparents, but other than that, I mean, for us... No, I just, no, I mean, we used to bring, like, my husband and I, we've been together forever, but we would go with our film and have it developed, and we had this, like, tradition where we had no idea what was on this film, and we'd wait for, like, an, well, not that, okay, (laughs) we were never sexy, Um, so we would wait for an hour and then get all this film, like, all the, like, the pictures back, and so in the bar, yeah, and then I'd be like, God, I look terrible in that, oh, that was months ago, so I'm probably looking a lot better, digital cameras, though, have changed that for all of us. Know exactly what you look like now, and why your hair should not be doing that. No, I'm so sad. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up in a few minutes. We, we've read oh that was so fast. Yeah, we, we're at 30 minutes. We're so good at this. Yeah, this is like you guys are natural. I think we should do this every couple months, sure. Um, because it's fun for me, it's a lot easier. I don't have to just keep talking about like uh, we have so many opinions. Yeah, we can <laughs> have different topics. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't even have to talk about music. No, no. Um, your upcoming shows. So tell me what the next few shows are going to be, what the themes are. Yeah. So, well, it's great you asked. We did <laughs> you're asking <laughs> that. <laughs> we actually had a press um, uh, brunch yesterday, so we are on top of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first season, uh, the season opener concert, the first concert of this upcoming season, season five, high five, is um, <laughs> on the 10th of October. It's a Tuesday, as most of our, our events are, and it's called Concert for Kathy. And it's all about the amazing personage, um, Kathy Barbarian, who was a composer and she was the wife of Luciano Berrio. Okay. She's an American um, with amazing blonde hair. You should just Google an image of her because it's... It's not Kathy the comic. 
of the no, single 40-something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's also a good idea for a show. Amazing. There'll be cats yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. 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 I'll just be sneezing. Me too. Me too. Um, no, Kathy Barbarian was uh, a proponent of, like, new vocality, so using the voice in new and bizarre ways. So she has a couple of compositions where, well, a composition called Strip City, which will be performed where um, it's based on cartoon art. Oh, wow. So this entire score is, like, cartoon things. So it's, like, you know, it's from the 60s. It's from the late 60s. Um, but uh, so some of it's a little bit dated, but the singer just basically is making painting pictures with their voice but oh. not ever really singing. Okay, this is where I'm like, okay, I'm going to Google this before but I you'll come. you'll love it. Seriously, it's crazy. I mean, it's like, it's a bird! Oh. It's a plane! Oh, wow. It's Superman! And then, you know, <laughs> next page will be like, you know, a cat and dog fight or like someone falling into oh, like, yeah. Oh, see? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think my parents listen to that a lot. It. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. It's great. And we have a wonderful singer coming in from Hamburg who's, who's specialized in this sort of stuff. And we also have, um, the Kathy Barbarian was very interesting because she, <laughs> she sang everything from like Monteverdi opera to art songs and weird, bizarre language. Well, not, no languages are weird and bizarre, but <laughs> uh, she yeah. sang like Armenian folks. Songs. Yeah, my husband's For, half Armenian. There we go. Let me just tell so, you, I don't get the. Yeah, good. So we've just lost all the Kardashians. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, she did an entire um, an entire album of Beatles songs, but Beatles as if they were sung in like a province during Haydn's time. So wow. she, yeah. Okay. So at it, first, I thought you were talking about the Bugs. <laughs> I was no, like, no, I'm trying no, to like, like imagine the, like John Paul Ringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could work. <laughs> George Martin. Okay, so. Um, so she was incredibly interesting and we found out that the day before she died, or sorry, the day after she died, she was supposed to sing, um, at a, a, the centennial death for a celebration for the centennial death of, of, of Marx, the communist hymn. Internationale in the style of Marilyn Monroe. So we what? actually commissioned. I know you don't know this yet. Oh. No. So we commissioned a composer to arrange for string quartet, piano, and two voices um, this communist song in the style of Marilyn Monroe. And that's, that's gonna be gonna, awesome. That's gonna be epic to end the show. So we, wow. and we have a we have Conchita Wurst's vocal coach. Oh, fantastic! Balvin is coming in doing her Beatles program with I string quartet. I do love Conchita Wurst. So, are you guys shaking like that? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. I'm like, yeah. like, did I touch a nerve? Yeah. <laughs> like, so the woman yeah. behind Conchita is is Monica Balvine, and she's coming, and she's going to do her Beatles um, wow. tribute. I'm going to be performing um, a, another Kathy Barbarian thing called Morsa Kathy for piano and mosquito, mm-hmm. um, which is also kind of avant-garde. It's going to be fun. Wow. Awesome. So that's October. That kicks off October 10th, mm-hmm. 7.30 p.m. at Brick 5. I will be posting the link um, and links to your biographies as well Brad. underneath. So Great. Yeah. Love it. It'll happen. And then the season. So basically with Mosaic, we're pr- putting on one concert per month. Mm-hmm. So after that, in November, we're doing a concert um, celebrating the Mexican holiday, Dia de los Muertos, Ooh. which should be fun. And so the idea is to mix Mexican song and other songs basically about death. In the afterlife. I'm, I'm nice all over that. All, all in over the that. Beautiful Mexican face painting costumes, wow. and um, we should get a building there. Oh, we will. Oh. And then we're gonna have a huge <laughs> altar where people, guests to the concert, can bring pictures of and memorabilia of their loved ones. Amazing. That we can all sort of pay respects to those who have passed on in recent Love years, it. and people, and we'll make a huge, beautiful altar. 
There's also on this night, um, we've had a wonderful company donate, uh, Patria Azul is donating tequila. Mm-hmm. So there will be tequila, <laughs> tequila. for all the people in the audience that night, which should be pretty awesome. That's going to be amazing. Rick Five has now been taken over by Sternstern Cafe. Oh, really? There's now oh, okay. a restaurant. Mm-hmm. In the Turnhalle at Brick Five. So they'll oh. be preparing Mexican food and oh, amazing. Um, so there'll be food, tequila, Mexican music, costumes, lots I'm of exciting stuff. Super excited. Yeah, and that's actually a cool development that's happening again this year is that um, because we have Diebenstern and they have their kitchen open now, there's going to be food, um, hopefully, kind of food that's suited to whatever, you know, the theme, theme that you're going to do. Exactly. So people can eat, make an evening of it, come straight after work, have. One, two, seven drinks and... Yes, uh, seven. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tonight. And then in December, we have an awesome trio called Trio Clavis, which mm-hmm. is uh, piano, violin, and saxophone. They oh, wow. a lot of interesting arrangements and new music. Okay. And mostly from memory, they're phenomenal. They're brilliant. Oh, wow. Brilliant. And we've given them a program this year, which they're bringing in friends to do all sorts of weird stuff under the title of Extraordinary. <laughs> and they're from three three different countries. And oh. they have a weird bizarre song, like a setting, or what is it? Yeah, uh, ensemble. Ensemble. Um, I like how you like, it. <laughs> like it's kind of like a French song. No, like arrangement, could, arrangement of people because yeah. saxophone, piano, violin isn't a thing. No, you know, they made it a thing. Um, so they're kind of celebrating that they've really owned that, and they want people to kind of be weird, dress weird. Oh, um, you know. So it's not a Christmas friends. concert. It's actually, no, no, it's actually <laughs> really not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's like fun. it's like a weird escape from from Christmas. From the Christmas season, yeah. that should be a lot of fun. And then we skip January, and then we continue February, March, April, May with lots of different programs. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of new ideas, lots of new artists jumping in. Nickelback theme night going to happen. All the Taylor Swift. Yes. We need Avril Lavigne. Uh-huh. Of course. Of Another course. Canadian. Uh, yeah. Very exciting. Mm. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. This was a lot of fun. And be posting it later tonight Rad. after I have takeout pizza. <laughs> We'll continue drinking until it's time to listen to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, yeah. It'll take a couple hours. Because I'll be drinking too. Um, So that was Chanda and Deirdre from Mosaic. And as I said before, I'll be putting the links underneath. And then you guys share it with all your friends. And then you can listen to your voices, which is always fun. Oh, I love Um, my voice. Everybody (laughs) hates their voice. I was going to be like, you're the only person who's ever said that. Because everyone's like, I hate my voice. But you get used to it. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for having us to yeah, we're welcome. total fans of everything you do oh thank yeah. you yeah what do I do <laughs> that'll All be the next not that'll be the next podcast <laughs> I don't sing alright so have yet. a yet. <laughs> oh my god this would be a great film it'd be like how Tova found her voice how Tova got her groove bag that'd be great okay. I have you tried to be like a bass yeah, I'll do it like a, yeah <laughs> yeah um, so anyway parents listen to this um, yeah have a great evening. Have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, we're going to do this again. This is a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah. And awesome. Yeah, we're, we're hitting 40 minutes. Yay. Yay. So have a great weekend. Bye. And as I say, toodles. <laughs>